Welcome back to Beyond the Spectrum. This is Dream, sharing my family's journey with autism with you, and this is episode 14. You know, sometimes you are just too close to the situation to be objective. Looking back, your hindsight is a perfect crystal clear 2020, but while you're in the midst of the experience, You don't see the flashing lights and hear the sirens or the signs pointing you away from the clear pits in the road. And I feel like I've been telling you our struggles and our victories in a pretty balanced way, not just recalling the sunshine, but also sharing the storms. But I'm about to share a memory that absolutely wrecked me and hopefully If you've screwed up with your neurodivergent child, you won't feel alone because been there, done that. And let me tell you, this was not the first or last time. It was just one that involved public shaming. (laughs) And that always stings in an extra special way, doesn't it? So we had been working with Hope and at Hope for a while. And I was feeling pretty proud of our successes. Mikey was growing and hope was living up to its name because we had just hope for the future, seeing all the things that he was learning and displaying from what they were teaching. But you know what they say about pride? It comes before a fall. So Mikey had been invited to a birthday party and I was absolutely certain that he was just going to mingle with all the kids and have a great time at this party. So the party came and the kids were excitable and energetic and loud and Mikey was glued to my side in tears for most of the day. And I kept trying to gently encourage him and nudge him to go play with the kids, but there was absolutely no deterring him. It wasn't fun for him. It wasn't enjoyable for him. It was terrifying. And I felt awful. But I was also really confused. He was doing so well at Hope. What in the world happened? Wasn't this what we were working towards? Where did I go wrong? So I think we spent the rest of the afternoon and evening kind of licking our wounds for that day. But life went on, and there was a support group for autistic families on Saturday, so I went to that and I shared my situation. And most of the parents there were pretty understanding and sad with me because they could understand and they could feel my pain. But one woman (laughs) could barely sit still. It looked like the words were just going to come bubbling out of her. And they did. She started raging. I mean raging. She was livid that quote-unquote some parents would push their kids into a situation that they clearly weren't prepared for and then be confused why their child melted down. And she was going on and on and everyone in that circle knew that she was clearly talking about me and I was just so ashamed. But I also heard it. I felt terrible because I had set him up for disaster without even knowing it. I mean, truth be told, she could have been a little kinder or a lot kinder, but I'm not telling this story so that we can all rage against the mean mommy (laughs) because I'm sure, honestly, 
that I've been that mean mommy before also. When I see clearly what some parents are just failing to do well, and instead of being compassionate, I'm critical and judgmental. So, thankfully, it only takes a moment before I remember that feeling of shame, and I relive it, and then I look at these parents in a new light, and I remember that I just needed a hug from someone who understood the same feeling of defeat that I was having then. And so I've tried to check myself before speaking, but I'll go back to what happened that day. She said it harshly, but you know what? I think I needed the harshness of those words to break through my fog. Sometimes we get wrapped up in our own little pity party and we really don't need a lot of coddling and hugging and sad people around us going, it's okay, it's okay. Sometimes we do need a good shake. I was focused on the wrong things and I needed to be reminded that my job was to be on alert for Micah, loving Micah, pushing Micah, but not beyond what he could handle. And I'm so thankful for that moment with that mean mommy, (laughs) because clearly you can see it had an impact on me. Almost 20 years later, I'm reliving it and retelling it to you. So my encouragement to you today is this, several things actually, don't get ahead of yourself. It's hard when you start seeing those victories pile up. You, You might feel like you've won the war when you might have simply won one battle in a string of many to come. And remember that your focus is not on victory apart from your child. It's victory with your child. You arrive at those finish lines together in tandem, so keep pace with one another. But at least in the beginning, you are the one with most of the responsibility, so don't lose sight of that. Be excited, but be wise. And secondly, you are going to make mistakes. It's inevitable. We can't walk this walk perfectly. And your child is also going to make mistakes. But have grace with your child and with yourself and with others who are in your world. Be kind, be compassionate, be firm, be loving. Moms and dads are hurting. Grandparents and caregivers and siblings are hurting. They don't need you to add any more hurt. Come alongside them with a gentle voice speaking truth in love. It'll make the journey so much more enjoyable to be making allies rather than opponents. I hope you feel that I'm an ally with you and I'm going to do something I haven't done yet, but I want you to know that you can feel free to reach out to me on my blog if you just need a hug. I'm not an expert, but I am a fellow soldier in the same tough battle, and I would consider it an absolute honor to be in the trenches with you. My blog address will be in the episode notes, and if you tag me, um, you can drop a comment there or on the YouTube channel that will also be in the episode notes. And if I don't respond, it's because I don't see it. So feel free to hound me a little bit until I do see it and respond. See you tomorrow.